Welcome to SEC Unfiltered, home of the best SEC content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code SECU to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Prize Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry guys. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sports entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports. Pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of, they have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews as well. Guys, so many fans and listeners of SEC Unfiltered have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. Well, so again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code SECU to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from SEC Unfiltered sent you. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Appreciate the call, my friend. Quinshawn Judkins, is he going to leave Ole Miss and go to Alabama? I've heard nothing of the sort. I would be stunned if that happened. Um, I mean, it's – you always – you know, 
you always listen to a call when Nick Saban makes it, but I mean, I think Quinshawn Jukins in a pretty good situation at Ole Miss. But you know what, my friend, in this transfer portal NIL world, I guess nothing would shock me, but that would surprise me if Quinshawn Jukins up and left. Again, I think he's in a great situation at Ole Miss right now. Guys, let's jump to our next voicemail here. Hey, Chris, it's John Edwards. Um, I just want to get to a couple of uh, portal thoughts. Um, I think yeah, I'm just going to get your thoughts on Will Rogers, a former Mississippi State quarterback going to Washington. I think that fits his skill set really well. And I'm going to get your thoughts on K.J. Jefferson going to Central Florida. I like, actually like that pickup for Central Florida. All right, thanks, Ryan. Bye. John Edward, I appreciate the call, my friend. Uh, we'll start Will Rogers, Mississippi State quarterback who committed to Washington, and I think I think he's a great fit in that system. I mean, guys, you, you look at Michael Penix Jr. and, and sort of playing that, that gunslinger type of role, and maybe that's not a great way to describe Penix Jr. because he's a great quarterback, right? But, I mean, it, it's, it just feels like it fits what Will Rogers can do and what he wants to do and, and the, type of, the type of style he wants to play, kind of go back there and just let it rip and let it work. And I, I think Will Rogers can put up some huge numbers in that Washington offense. So I think a great fit there. And then K.J. Jefferson going to Central Florida. I, I'm, I'm surprised that K.J. didn't land somewhere bigger, honestly. Um, I'm very intrigued to see what he does down there with Gus Malzahn. I mean, I, I think that could be a lot of fun. I'm surprised KJ didn't go somewhere bigger, but, but to be fair, by the way, I say that UCF's in the big 12. So I, I keep thinking about UCF, like they're still like conference USA or something like that. Like they're literally in the big 12. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what KJ can do. And I mean, I, I think for UCF, you got to look at this as a huge pickup, right? You got to look at this as just a, a massive pickup for sure. Uh, all right, let's get into your comments here. Um, let's see, going back to earlier in the show, I think I saw John Ever say this was the worst bowl season ever. I couldn't disagree more. I, I, I genuinely couldn't. And I don't know how you would even gauge that. Uh, I see my guy, Blake, AYS Sports, was in here earlier saying, ask Jake, does that sweatshirt come in big and tall sizes? Blake, I appreciate you if he's still in here. Uh, I appreciate uh, Blake jumping in here, though. Austin Gregory says, Best two college football playoff games we've ever had. Both came down to the final play. Great games. Absolutely great games, man. Truly. 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 Uh, he continues, Michigan beat Alabama by doing what Bama has always done to the opposing teams, keening in on their offensive weakness and never straying. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a good way to put it, Austin, is that Michigan did to Bama what Bama typically does to other teams. I think that's a great way to put it. So, again, it was it was weird. It was weird to watch it unfold that way. It, it was. It was weird to watch it unfold that way. I, we're just not used to seeing mi like Alabama getting dominated in the trenches. Just getting dominated. That, that's that's not something I know I'm not used to seeing. So, um, let's see. Bruin Nation up in here with the popcorn. What's up, man? Appreciate you. Appreciate you tuning in. Travi, what's going on? Happy New Year to you, my friend. Appreciate it. Happy New Year to you. Mm -mm -mm. Austin Gregory, the Heisman's given out prior to bowl games. Should the Heisman only take into account the regular season? Or should the postseason also be considered? Your thoughts. For what it's worth, I'd still vote for Daniels. Austin, I think because of the volatility of bowl season, I think you have to give it out before that. I, I, I do. Because Jaden Daniels... I don't think it would have changed his decision. I, I think he still would have opted out. Like, I, I just... When he weighed his NFL future, and I, I think he still would have opted out. So I, I think it would have been unfair 
or let's just say Jaden Daniels to not win the award because he didn't play in a bowl game. You know what I mean? So, no, I I, I like when they give it out now. I, I think it makes the most sense. So, um, James Kendall says UGA's backups outscored FSU's backups in the third and the fourth quarters. Yeah, that was a butt whooping, man. That was a complete butt whooping. So, Big Wash says, you heard it here first, South Carolina will make the playoffs next year. Well, Big Wash, they'll need to win 10 games. So basically what you're telling me is that South Carolina is going to win 10 games. So DGD says, just going to leave this here. Them dogs is hell. They were, man. They were. That, that, that uh, and DGD, by the way, shout out to, to, to Bulldog Nation, all the Georgia fans that tuned into our uh, our take on the Orange Bowl. By the way, thank you all so much, by the way, for tuning in on YouTube, guys. We're doing some numbers on YouTube, and especially, like I mentioned, that uh, those takeaways from the Orange Bowl, Georgia fans have, have, have voiced their support of it and, and, and have watched and consumed and really appreciate you guys. Again, highly encourage you to subscribe and tune into more future videos, but uh, – them dogs were hell. You're absolutely right. Them dogs were absolutely hell. Absolutely hell. Um, Billy Cotton says, it's sad when you're watching a New Year's Day Bowl and it's not sold out. Yeah. I mean, Billy, you're right. You're right. But, you know, for, for a team like LSU, I guess, um, you know, was was making the ReliaQuest Bowl. Was that, I mean, that that wasn't their ultimate goal, Billy Cotton. So, I mean, it's, it's hit or miss, but I tell you this, man, I, I had a blast this bowl season. Had a blast. Had a blast watching all the games. So, um, let's see. Madison, no SEC team in the big game. That sucks. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird, man. It's uh, it's an intriguing matchup for sure, though. Michigan, Washington. Uh, but it is a weird, it is a weird field. So, Carolina Titan games are played on the field, not on paper. See Texas A and M's historic class. I hope Ole Miss flops big time. Well, good luck on that because they've got a really talented Dean coming back next year. So let's see. Tons of questions, guys. Appreciate you all being part of the show. This is the Daily Mailbag segment. Continue to leave us your questions, comments, voicemails as well. Justin says maybe they could see if Bo Nix uh, wants to use his 10th year and come back to. Auburn. <laughs> no playing De Niro. Yep, we spoke on LSU in that last segment. Spoke on LSU. I thought a great win by LSU. Again, really gritty. And uh, it, it's always nice when you can end your season on a high note like that, especially with Garrett Nussmeyer playing the way he did. I thought he was really impressive. Um, Texter says, do you think the national champion will be more of Michigan stopping Penix or J.J. trying to keep up with Michael Penix Jr.? Michigan's going to have to score. You know, I I, I think – here's the scary thing. I, I thought Texas had the physicality up front and the dudes up front to give Washington some headaches and and, and really pose some problems for them, and they, they just simply didn't do it, right? Didn't have it. So, you know, I do I think Michigan's better in the trenches than Texas? Yes, I do, but I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be hard to bet against Michael Penix Jr., and I, I'm really excited – we will talk about this game, guys. Somebody was asking, who do you cover more because there's no SEC team? Uh, we'll spend probably Friday breaking down the game, and I'll give my full preview and pick for the game, if you will, you know, the last college football game um, of the season, of the 2023-2024 season. 
before we head into the quote-unquote offseason, which really, there's no offseason, man. There's no offseason in college football, SEC football especially. But it'll be the last game, so Friday is when I'll plan to we'll, – we'll do the full preview, breakdown, all that good stuff. But it, it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game. Looking forward to, to watching it. So, um, let's see. Bill says, I thought the national championship game was going to be Michigan against Texas. Yeah, I thought so. I, I, I actually thought it was going to be Bama in Texas, so I was completely wrong. John Edward, guest lineup will be, we had Jake Crane, of course, today. We've got Chris Marler tomorrow. We'll have Mark Ryan on Thursday. And then Friday is TBD. Um, I think there's a good chance we might have our good friend Chris Doring back on. We've got some other conversations planned as well. So, John Edward, we are going to have weekly guests. We're also going to be very random with the guests as well that we'll pull on the show and and talk ball with, but I believe we're going to have Chris Marler, Mark Ryan next two days. Those are locked in, I believe, for the most part. So, um, let's see. Just going through your questions. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Fireball, did I hear it right? That Clayton White, South Carolina defensive coordinator, got a contract extension I've seen rumors of that fireball. Um, I, dude, I tell you, man, if if that, if that, I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I don't want to over-exaggerate to it, but I tell you this, if no changes are made to South Carolina's coaching staff, it feels like Shane Beamer is holding the shovel to his own grave. Like, I just like, I, I, I really, I, the optics of it aren't great. They're not. They're not great. So we'll see. It's nothing but rumors. Certainly, guys, we will react to it if that is the case and that uh, is what's happening in Columbia. But, yeah, I, I don't know. That 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 will be – that'll be something if that is indeed the case. Um, Brock says, for South Carolina, the measuring stick for success from the Ford will be just to get the six wins and get to a bowl game. 
NIL and transfer portal has killed schools like South Carolina with limited NIL potential and a small regional fan base. Do you guys agree or disagree with Brock? I, I think he actually hits on some fair points. You know, Brock, to your point, NIL was looked at this thing at one time that, you know, oh, man, this gives us a new way. Like, and this isn't just a South Carolina thing. A lot of schools that I think in the beginning were like, man, this gives us another opportunity to compete. Man, this is awesome. That now look at it like, wow, this is just another thing that my team has to overcome to be competitive. And I think for South Carolina, I, I think that's where they are. Like, I think to, to insinuate otherwise is just disingenuous. I mean, I think South Carolina is – they're doing all they can. They're doing all they can. But it's just kind of another thing you have to worry about. It's another thing that makes winning difficult. That's what it is. It's another thing that makes winning difficult. Ruben Nation says that what worries him about Lenora Sellers, we were talking about uh, Nico and, and the system and the scheme Josh Heupel has. He says, that's what worries me about Sellers. He's in a shit system with Dabble Loggins. He continues, Ruben Nation says, Lenora has everything that Nico Iama, I can't even say the name of Iama Lieva has, except a comp that OC and a good system. I'll tell you this, Bruin Nation, and he continues. I just don't like his conservative play call. Maybe it'll change with a different type of quarterback. Saw a lot of Satterfield in the last four games. I tell you what, though, Bruin Nation, watching these other teams, though, and you see a lot of former coaches that were at South Carolina. Watching these other teams, it makes me feel like more and more, Bruin Nation, that, like, make sense of it for me, man. How, how does a coach... Struggle so mightily. Like, how does Mike Bobo struggle so mightily in Columbia and then go to Georgia and they got one of the best offenses in college football? You know? How does a coach like Trevor, uh, yeah, Travaris Robinson struggle so mightily at South Carolina coaching defense and then he's on the coaching staff at Alabama? He's good enough for Alabama. How does that happen? Sometimes, Ruination, you think to yourself, maybe it's a Jimmy's and Joe's thing. Maybe it is a Jimmy's and Joe's thing. Is, is it sometimes a coaching thing? Sure. But I just, I don't know, man. Like, I, you know, so you look at Dabble Loggins' scheme at South Carolina in year one. Like, the offensive line was abysmal. I, I just don't know how many conclusions you can draw from from Dabble Loggins in year one when the offensive line was so bad. So bad. John Edwards says, really looking forward to Mississippi State and South Carolina on Saturday on the hardwood. Yes, so John Edwards and everybody else, we will start talking some SEC basketball later this week. A um, lot to get into. A lot to get into, man. Many, many great games. South Carolina's got a great opportunity at Colonial Life Arena against Mississippi State. You got Ole Miss who I'm really pumped. They're 13-0. They put their perfect record on the line at Tennessee. We'll learn a lot about them. Florida, Kentucky's a fun matchup. Uh, some other good ones in the SEC as well. Guys, really looking forward to conference play getting going where we're going to really start to learn who is who. We're going to start to learn who is who in the SEC. Our good friend Bryce says, love the rebrand, brother. Can't wait to hop on. Bryce, can't wait to have you, my friend. On that note, I'll probably be in touch with you here very, very soon. Definitely would love to talk some LSU football and LSU sports 
with Bryce. And again, guys, back at LSU, I thought a really gritty, gutsy win in the ReliaQuest Bowl. And I think you got to love what you saw from Garrett Nussmeyer. And I wonder now, again, what do they do on the offensive side in regards to the OC? Um, you know, do they go out and get somebody else to be offensive coordinator? Do they go, do they hire from within, promote from within? Uh, but again, you, you got to love what you saw, Garrett Nussmeyer. I think the offense is in a really good position uh, under his leadership. And it's it's about it's about more consistency, I think, for for Garrett Nussmeyer and for LSU uh, on the offensive side, right? You know, because we've seen Nussmeyer be up and down a little bit time to time. But, uh, you know, what you saw in that bowl game, you got to feel really, really good about his potential under center going into 24. So, um, Fire Bowl says, hate this time of year. The longest wait until next year. Well, Fire Bowl, buckle in, my friend. Hey, lock in, lock in, because we're going to keep the yucks coming here, my friend. This isn't just a football show. We're talking basketball. We're certainly talking baseball. Really pumped for it, man. So stick around. And Fireball, you know as well as I do, man, there's no such thing as the offseason when it comes to the SEC. And it's just, it, it, there's no offseason, right? There's no offseason. There's no offseason at all. So just stick around. Going to be a lot of fun. Um, look, at, I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to basketball season, SEC basketball season getting underway. And obviously, guys, if you follow me for longer than two seconds, you know I am a huge, huge baseball guy. Like, guys, I, I am so giddy. I am so giddy to cover SEC baseball. I am so giddy to cover SEC baseball as a whole. And, you know, maybe we'll go to a couple series. Maybe, maybe we'll see a couple different venues. I know we talked about for football, we're going to do that for every single game. But, you know, there's a couple that are really close. There's a couple that are really close that, It'd be pretty easy to kind of slide over and check out some baseball and check out some some cool environments, some cool venues, if you will. So just stay tuned for that. But um, no, nah, it is crazy to think, though, man, the, the college football season is effectively, for the most part, over. The SEC season's over. The SEC football season's over. And on that note, guys, uh, really fun. We got some really fun content upcoming over the next week or so. I may wait until after the national championship, or we could do it this week. But a segment of content, guys, will have way too early record predictions for the SEC in 2024. So we probably won't go game by game. But what we're going to do is, you know, the SEC is going to be one big conference next year, right? Just 16 teams, just straight down, no East-West. We will probably drop a graphic and we'll probably go through and, and, and talk about it here on the show. It'll definitely be a segment of content. We'll do way too early record predictions based off what we know right now for each and every single team. So that'll be upcoming definitely within the next week or so, week and a half. It could be this week. It'll probably be next week, though, after uh, the national title game. I think that's a really fun piece of content to roll out there. So, guys, we got content bleeding out of the eyeballs, truly. And, again, I appreciate each and every single one of you tuning in, following along on social media, following the show here, tuning into the live show. And, and guys, I'll tell you this. SEC Unfiltered just got launched over the last, what, week or so? Week and a half or so? I am having a blast. I, I mean, let me just say that. I'm having an absolute blast watching all these games, covering all these games. Guys, I can't wait to have so many great guests on the show and and talk all things SEC and dive into these programs and, and, and you know, react to everything taking place. I'm, I'm so pumped. For, like, I'm... I'm I'm so fulfilled. I'm so happy. I'm having such a good time making content. And um, really, we just want to say thank you to each and every single one of you. And we're, we're getting 2024 kicked off 
in style for sure. Uh, let's see. Getting back into your questions. Justin commented this. If Clayton White is back, then Shane Beamer needs to be on the hot seat in 2024. Forget waiting until 2025. Whew. Yeah, the the you know, it's just one of those things, man. And again, our good friend Jake Crane said this a couple weeks ago. Um said this a couple weeks ago. It's the optics of it are not great because when you have a season like South Carolina did and you don't make any changes, effectively what you're saying is, okay, well, the season wasn't great, but what happened is it's okay. Because if it wasn't okay, you make changes. If it wasn't okay, you do something about it. And if you don't make any changes, it's like, well, it's fine. And this goes for every school, by the way, guys. Of course, it goes for every single team, right? I mean, LSU defensively. What is LSU doing? Not firing and hiring a new DC. What What are they? We'll see, and, and we'll see, guys. I think over the next week or so, a couple weeks, this whole month of January, you're going to see coaching staff shuffled. You're going to see different programs make moves. But, uh, I mean, there, there's some out there that I think are, are very obvious, right? Like the, the defensive coordinator spots at both South Carolina and LSU. Both of those programs should be looking for new defensive coordinators. I, I, I just don't know how you can go into 2024 and look your fan base in the eye and say, you know, we just felt like they were the best fit still. Like, you know, I, I just don't see how you can do that. I just, I just truly don't see how you can do that. So, anyways, guys, it, it's, I, again, I hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. Hope you guys enjoyed your new year. Happy New Year to you all. What a great last couple days. What a fantastic semifinal. Those, both those games. Both those college football playoff semifinal game guys were, were incredible. The national title is going to be electric. Uh, when you think about Michigan and Washington and what those two teams do, what they're both good at, both teams undefeated. Um, and I'm someone, guys, I'm excited that think about that this time next year, we're going to be talking about an expanded playoff. I, I think I, I don't have the schedule pulled up in front of me, but I think the expanded playoff, like we're not going to have the national title game, guys, to like January 12th or something or January 15th, or something crazy like that. So we're going to have even longer, even more games to talk about, which I am a huge fan of. I'm sure we all are. So anyways, guys, hey, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. This was a blast, a lot of fun. We'll keep it rolling tomorrow, guys. We're going to start getting, as the days go by, we're going to start getting into more SEC basketball content, talking more basketball as conference play approaches. Really looking forward to that, guys. Going to be a ton of fun. Uh, in the meantime, guys, like I mentioned, be sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Hit that bell icon so you get notifications of when we go live, when we drop new video content as well. Also, guys, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. You can check us out there. Those drop daily as well. And, of course, guys, on social media, content bleeding out of the eyeballs everywhere that you get your content. Guys, we've hit 2 o'clock. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Have a great rest of your Tuesday, and we will talk to you all tomorrow.
It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com